Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day to the audience of the Shauna Show. If you are still rocking with me today, I thank you. (laughs) Today, we will be recording. We will be recording the topic of healing the energy of bitterness. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing information on how to recognize the energy of bitterness or toxic energy within you, within yourself or around you, and also how to heal it. I hope that's all right with y'all. So today I would like to talk about that topic specifically because it's something that I found myself struggling with. And if I find a solution to something, it's important that I share how I got over. So that anybody that may ever be struggling with the same thing has the tools to avoid that. Okay? It's my hopes with sharing today's episode that you will tap into this information, use it as your own personal healing secret, and avoid repeating the same cycles over and over again. Okay? So let's get into the next segment, which is what is bitterness? So there are two core terms for bitterness. One is a lack of sweetness and the other points directly towards anger, disappointment, and resentment. Both of them (laughs) are a lack of sweetness. But today's episode, we're going to be leaning toward the, the side of bitterness that is washed down in anger, disappointment, and resentment. Okay. Like most of us, when I first recognized bitterness, it was in the people around me instead of in me. I want to repeat that. When I first recognized it, it was in the people around me. Okay. It was annoying. I felt like I just wanted to escape it already. I wanted to outgrow it. And I actually felt like I could do that if I suppressed it enough. But to my surprise, it did not happen that way. And it wasn't until the energy became so overwhelming and extremely toxic that I decided to sniff out a solution that would resolve my worries once and for all. So now I'd like to explain to you the phases that I went through in order to resolve the toxic energies that I was experiencing. So I listed the the phases in five steps, which is toxic, awareness, denial, research, and resolution. Okay, 
and I'll go over each step for you. And then in the next segment, I'll explain to you my experience in each phase, okay? So the first phase is toxic. And in toxic, I like to call, I call it toxic because this is a phase where most individuals are so unaware of how their actions affect their own lives and the lives of others that they more than likely continue to do it and to hurt themselves and other people without knowing. So phase two is where an individual becomes aware of their unhealthy actions, which is called awareness. Okay, unhealthy actions and how they affect their lives and the lives of others. That doesn't necessarily lead to resolution. So I'll repeat that again. Phase two is called awareness, where individuals become aware of their unhealthy actions and how they affect others and their in um, in their lives personally as well. And it doesn't necessarily lead directly to resolution. Okay, the third phase is phase three, which is denial, because the next phase is when a person is usually they understand the unhealthy patterns, but are usually in a uh, mental state of denial that these patterns are holding them back from building a healthy relationship with themselves and others. And in denial phase, a person usually feels stuck. In the beginning of the stages of denial, but once they have had enough of feeling stuck and not seeing any real results in their growth towards their goals, they will begin to seek resolution, which leads to the next phase, research. Phase four is called research. In phase four, in phase four, the one we call research, where a person usually looks externally and internally, searching for resources in order to resolve their conflict. I call it research because from personal experience, exiting the toxic phase and entering the awareness phase normally requires a bit of research. Okay. Initially, this leads to looking from a surface level perspective. But phase four also asks us to revisit the searching aspect to dig a little bit deeper into what may actually be going on in order to reach phase five. Phase five is called resolution. And phase five is normally where the victory happens when a person is ready to embrace. I'm sorry, actually ready to combine two of the most important phases, which is awareness and research and embrace them and apply the knowledge gained from their sources in order to reach a resolution. And a resolution is where a decision is made to or not to do 
to do or not to do something about the cycle he or she is ready to end once and for all okay so now i'd like to explain to you my experience in each phase so in phase one which is a toxic phase i was completely unaware that i was carrying around the energies once i was able to see it in the people around me i became annoyed first and then slowly i became aware which led to phase two awareness and phase two is where i started to see what types of energy and circumstances i was attracting to me which also gave me a blueprint for my healing it was tough to see that i had attracted these types of people to me because in my eyes i felt like i wasn't bitter which led me to my phase of denial phase three i thought to myself there's no way that i'm bitter i'm a nice person i said confidently and i kept repeating it no matter how many days or months it took me and dealing with each toxic emotion i want to say this for the record that Firstly, everybody stays in their own in their phases for different amounts of time depending on their personality and their level of growth. So everybody's every everybody's phase for staying in each stage is different. The time time um sorry, the time frame is different. And for me, sometimes in denial I would say the longest that I've stayed in denial, honestly, sometimes it has been up to a year where I have allowed myself to stay in denial phase because I didn't want to accept a pattern or behavior that was keeping me behind. So I stayed in that phase where I was comfortable. So in the denial phase, I, I was completely oblivious to my actions and how it affected my life. All right. And like I said, I thought to myself, like, there's no way that I could be bitter or any of the things that was around me. It was hard to accept that those things were a part of me. But and my spiritual teachings where I have learned from two of the greatest people that I follow, one, which is Eckhart Tolle and Deepak Chopra, two spiritual teachers, which I have studied for years. And I actually live by their word. They say your worst enemy is only an exaggerated version of yourself. They both teach that teaching that, you know, what's outside of you, whatever you can see is something that's already within you. Meaning if I can see it on the outside, it must be somewhere within me. Knowing this to be true, it led me to my next phase of research. Once I realized that what I was seeing And what I was experiencing, that my experience was a projection of what was going on inside of my heart, what was going on inside of my my level of consciousness. I felt like it was time for me to do some research to figure out how I could heal it. Okay, so that led me to phase four. Research in my experience in phase four. I, I finally came to come to a point where I felt like I spent I've spent enough time of my life blaming my experiences 
for my emotional baggage and judging others. I want to break that down a little bit. I spent my life blaming how I felt on the things that I had experienced. I spent my life, my time, blaming my toxic energy on things that had happened to me. I was giving them power. All right? And judging others' actions. I, I spent all that time, I spent a lot of time in my life, I wasted time out of my own life blaming what I had experienced and judging others. I was so busy doing that I couldn't move forward in my life because that wasn't the right action for me. I realized that this was not a reliable resource that needs that's going to lead me to my healing. So I decided to take my power back and check myself and figure out what was actually going on in my life because I saw that dealing with it from an out external perspective wasn't helping. So going inward and making myself completely accountable for my experiences in order to find myself in the next phase, which is resolution. Okay? Resolution is phase five. After going through the first four phases, which is toxic, awareness, denial, then research, research, I found the appropriate resource inside of myself. Truthfully, who's to say that, to say when the energy of bitterness attached itself to me, you know? And when I say that, I mean it in the light of it could be something that has been passed down in my family from generation to generation. And because I noticed it, I decided that this wasn't passing me anymore, that I didn't I don't want to pass this energy down to the generation that's coming after me. You know, I say that in the light of I may very well not be a bit of person but I may be harboring bitterness inside of me that has been living inside of the people before me, meaning that it could be something that my ancestors had to deal with. It could be a bitterness from any place, but instead of spending time and energy on focusing on where the energy of bitterness came from, I just decided that, you know what? I recognize it in myself. So I'm going to heal it. Like this is it, you know. So what I did next was when I decided to heal it, I made it my concern. You know, I I said that at first it wasn't my concern that it was passed down to me, but it is my business to handle it. And I had to admit, it was it was really hard to admit that if it was around me, that it must be a part of me. Also realizing that it could be something that just because I don't show it or demonstrate it doesn't mean that it's the energy that I'm not pushing down or harboring in my heart. You know, it could be something that's showing up for me and I'm just not showing it out of fear of showing a negative emotion or having a negative emotion. 
right? So, in dealing with that, dealing with it showing up in my life and realizing that, hey, this is a part of me, it gave me an opportunity to see my authenticity. You know, we, I won't say all, but I'll say from personal experience that it's hard to accept the negative parts of ourselves. Me personally, I've just come to a place in my life now where I realize that that's something that I struggle with. I struggle with accepting negativity. I I struggle with accepting the shadow side. I struggle with accepting that just like there's good, there's bad. I struggle with accepting that just like there's light, there's dark. So I could very well be suppressing this emotion But I also had to realize that I was not doing myself any justice by pushing it down. So I just allowed it to show up and I just allowed it to to just be, you know, with doing my best, with not harming myself or harming anybody else. I just did my best with allowing myself to just be and saying that accepting that, hey, this this is a part of me. It's no maybe, but this is a part of me that I have to deal with. And I'm going to deal with it in the most healthy fashion that I can and not just allow it to be a toxic energy floating around anymore and allowing it to be a part of who I am. Okay, I want to make that clear just because I know that it's something that has been passed down to me or something that I'm dealing with doesn't mean that I have to allow it to be a, to be who I am anymore. I can take charge and heal it and that's what any... That's with any negative emotion. You can take charge of it and healing it instead of saying, instead of accepting it to be just what it is. Acceptance is realizing that it's a part of you, but also that, you know, you are day and night. You are dark and light. You are good and bad. You know, accepting the polarities of our characteristics is one of the strongest ways of just being authentic. So it's something new. It's a light that I'm stepping into. But I want to I want to be clear on that. Okay. And I want to also make clear that it is by me realizing that bitterness is a part of me, was a part of me in some way, and taking charge of my healing and saying, you know, no more. I don't want to live in the energy of bitterness and let the energy of bitterness influence my life. It was also a way of me healing my scars before they come wounds. You know, a scar can show up as something that we've been suppressing, something that we need to deal with. And then we can we have the chance to heal it before it comes a wound. And um in my personal opinion, a wound is something that's already damaged you know it's all it's something that's already been hurt so if you catch it early on you have the chance of not allowing allowing it to manifest in your life as something bigger than it needs to be okay i and also 
like I said, it allowed me to be authentic. And that's a new place that I'm stepping into, embracing my negativity, embracing parts of me that aren't so pleasant or so people pleasing. There are people that I admire for doing that. Like, there are people that I admire fully for fully embracing like their madness or their anger. Of course, in healthy ways, you know. For an example, like taking anger and showing art to demonstrate the emotion that's coming with you that day. You know, not in a way of I'm going to be angry to this person or bitter to this person because they did this and I want to hold a grudge. No, not those are not the people that I admire. I have respect for people who embrace all of who they are. Um, <laughs> I've learned to respect those people because it's something that I struggle with, something that I've I've always admired in um, in character. Because for me personally, I have always struggled with perfection, and I, I didn't even know that that was a bad thing. You know, when I was younger. I, I, I've always realized what perfectionism was, but I didn't think that it was a part of me. Like That goes back to what I was saying. That's connected with what I was saying earlier. I didn't know that it was um, a bad thing, you know. I came from a very, very, very humble beginnings, and I've watched people around me struggle, you know. I've watched people around me struggle... So in my eyes, perfectionism, I was like, hey, they aiming for something. They doing better than the people around me. So why not aim for perfectionism? So that wasn't a bad thing to me in my eyes as a young girl. To me, perfectionism was a step up from struggling with poverty. So I took on that characteristic of always trying to be perfect because I felt like it was a something. It was a it was an achievement at a higher standard than what I was actually seeing in my reality. And as an adult, I realized how self-punishing perfectionism is and how much of your energy it drains from you trying to be perfect all the time. It became so much a part of me intertwined in my character that I didn't even know that I was trying to be perfect. I didn't even know that I was trying to do everything perfect. I was afraid of failing. Not knowing how much you can learn from failing. I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of poverty. I was afraid of mindset of poverty and lack. Not knowing that I was walking my way right into it by trying to be perfect because truthfully perfectionism is an extension of poverty and lack mindset because nobody's perfect and only the wealthy hearted knows that okay all right so the reason that i admire people who allow themselves to just be and who don't cling to perfectionism. It's because I feel like 
it's very important for our healing to allow our emotions to guide us. When we let our emotions guide us, they point us towards feelings that are lying dormant inside of us so that we can heal them. You know, they're our personal roadmap to our own healing. We provide that. We provide our own personal roadmap. All right. And that's the way that we get to release emotional blockages and triggers. Okay. So that was my experience for phase five, which was resolution. And that was my little victory of realizing that I was a perfectionist. And stepping out of that light and to just allow myself to be, even if it was a messy day for me, even if it was a bad day for me, or if it was not so good day for me, realizing that that was still a part of my progress. And that actually trying to be perfect was actually slowing me down more than I knew. So next is, what is the benefit of healing these emotions and angers? You know, like how to... How to actually heal these energies and move forward with your life. Like what are you going to see as a difference? So the first step that you would need to take in order to heal the spirit of bitterness is. By being real with yourself that it actually exists around you. And inside of you. You know don't ignore who people show you they are. And don't ignore yourself when these energy show up around you admit to yourself that they are in you so that you'll be willing more willing to take responsibility for your healing and the way you'll benefit in that is just by not staying stuck you'll you will find that you move forward a lot more quickly you know and with more vitality as you step up to the plate and keep it real with yourself Secondly, by realizing what you actually plan to do about healing this, okay? Ask yourself what do you feel you need to do after sitting down and analyzing what's going on. Take the proper steps to place yourself in a healthier position for your healing. Third, when you find yourself judging others or yourself too harshly for being bitter or being any toxic emotion for that matter... Remember to take it easy. Take it easy for one, because you never know what a person is dealing with. You never know how far they have come to even reach the point that they are at in their conscious awareness journey. This process requires time and patience. So always remember that you need your own grace. The same grace that you give other people, give it to yourself. Four, the fourth step is to figure out where your bigger, bitter triggers are. I laugh when I wrote that. Figure out where your bitter triggers are, meaning who, what, when, where, and why makes you feel and act out of bitterness and actually removes you from a space of kindness. Five, identify. Once you identify the details of your bitter triggers, release the old stories that you have been telling yourself 
about these situations and find a way to release and forgive the traumatic experience that is playing a part in your energy field. This step normally requires some support of some sort, most likely professional help to assist you in seeing your past experiences, your past traumatic experiences from a higher perspective, especially when they've caused you trauma, lots of trauma, deep, deep trauma, especially when there is an ancestral trauma going on, um, one that has been realized by you that can be even more traumatic because sometimes you feel like a champion and some days you may feel like a loser some days you may feel like it's a bad luck curse but in reality it is such a blessing to realize what has been going on in your bloodline and that you have the tools the resources and the ability to heal it that's a blessing okay So simply put, what needs to happen in order for a person to heal from bitterness is for them to change their story surrounding the trauma and to forgive themselves and the other party involved, realizing that everything happens for a reason. Forgiveness is a tool that we use to free ourselves and to free everyone involved in these situations of hurt, drama, chaos, and toxicity. This also releases the energy of bitterness, therefore providing freedom and allowing more space for positive energy to take place. Okay? To conclude the episode... We spoke about healing the energy of bitterness. The purpose of this show is to share valuable information with you that I have learned from my experiences of healing bitterness and also giving you a key on your roadmap to healing. Okay, it's important to identify which phase you may be in and realize that everyone's time in each phase depends on them like we spoke about earlier so if your phase takes a little bit longer or you're dealing with something different that you may be taking a little bit longer to deal with than other things don't be so hard on yourself don't beat yourself up because it's only gonna prolong the things that you need to get done in order to heal all right The phases that we talked about today were one, toxic, two, the awareness phase, three, the denial phase, four, the research phase, and the final stage is resolution, the victory. This phase can be used to identify almost all toxic emotional cycles. Knowing the background story is what's really going to lead you to the healing that you need. So always sit down and do some research within. And I wish you the best of luck should you find yourself in what feels like a never-ending cycle. And remember that you can refer back to this show at any point 
And it's also a good idea to take notes during the show so that you will have them available at any point, especially writing down the key points. Okay? I wish you so much love and so much healing. Until next time, it's Shauna.